Welcome to The Dwelling Place, where three friends talk about approachable home design and our never-ending search for the perfect rug. So whether you're doing laundry or the dishes, join us in a conversation about making our home a beautiful dwelling place. In today's episode, we're sharing our best tips for scoring secondhand steals from Facebook, thrift stores, garage sales, eBay, and more. In our steals and deals segment, we'll tell you about our favorite thrifted finds of all time and the one that got away. We've got a message from a listener and some pillow talk. Bree, you want to start us off with some highs and lows? Well, I'll start with my low because you don't always want to. <laughs> Kimmy's leaning in because she's wondering <laughs> which one I'm going to talk about. <laughs> so I was in Dunkin' Donuts drive through and I rolled down my window to, you know, place my order for my coffee, went to go roll it back up, and I heard a pop. Oh. And then my window slowly went... Oh, no. Down into the window, and I'm, like, pressing the button. I'm like, no, 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 come back, come back, come back. <laughs> and so something broke, and I was on my way to a meeting to help this lady design part of her kitchen, and I called her, never met this woman before in my life, and I said, can you pick me and my two kids up at the dealership? I'm, my car broke. So we dropped that oh off gosh. on Monday. It's now Thursday when we're recording this. They were able to get the part in today and fix it today, oh, and I God. have my van before our trip up to Maine, which is tomorrow. <gasps> wow. Oh. Mm-hmm. Well, thank God. Yeah. Yeah. That was quite the adventure. But my high is I got one of the new Laloy rugs, and I love it. Oh, so really? Much. So it's different than the other Laloy rugs in the texture in the back and okay. in the top. In the back, it's a little bit more grippy, so it's holding onto my carpet a lot better. Oh, good. I got the rug for my bedroom. Now, I did have a Laloy in there previously, but then I moved it into my dining room, and I love it in both spots, but I liked it in my dining room more. I'm yeah. down there more often. It makes more sense. Right. But my bedroom just kept feeling unfinished. Yeah. And I'm like, I need to get a rug in here. Well, Amber Interiors launched a new rug line with Laloy, and one of the patterns I saw was salmon moss. And it's very similar to the olive charcoal, mm-hmm. but it has a little bit more color, a little bit more richness to it. It's less tone on tone. It has more variation in the coloring. Mm. And I put it underneath my bed. I'm like, this is what we're missing. Oh. <laughs> this is what was missing. My room feels complete and finished again. Oh, I'm my gosh. So okay, excited. so, so I'm going to show the girls a picture. It, what pile is this? Is it the low pile? You have a sample upstairs. Is it the same thing? No. Okay. It is like a crossover in between the both. So oh. it has the texture, not as high as that, but it has texture. Mm-hmm. But it's not as low as like the matte style. It's okay. like in between those two. I feel like it's the best of both worlds. All right. I just need to see. I'm showing the girls a picture now. <laughs> oh. That does look nice. Yeah. Is it like browns? It's and... like browns and terracotta, salmon, yeah. olive, mm-hmm. creams. It has a so, lot of variation. Let me show you a picture of the texture so you can see. Okay. So is there any part of you that's like, should I try this in my dining room? <laughs> <laughs> no, because this does have more texture, and I really like having yeah. the matte style underneath my dining room table. Right. It's a lot easier right. to vacuum. Food isn't going to get stuck on it. That is the dining room rug. I've already moved on. Okay. So, so it's um, nice and, like, plush, which you want in your bedroom, because yeah. you want it to be, like, softer and, like, mm-hmm. buzzier. And you don't need a rug pad, because you have it on a carpet, and Right. It I am going to use rug tape, which I will link if anybody is needing rug tape for their rugs. This is phenomenal. Or their hardwood floor. I will put that in the corners, but... I rolled it out today. Yay! I'm so, Yay. I'm so glad you got one of those because they're really pretty. 
really pretty. Oh, and you guys, I used a coupon, which Kimmy told me about, by signing up for their email. So sometimes it does Yeah, work. so Laloy Rugs are on Amazon Wayfair and Rugs Direct, but Rugs Direct is by far the cheapest if you order on a sale. And you can't return them, though. So I guess I'll save mm. it for my low, but... Emily, you should probably go because I have to just talk more about rugs. Uh, okay, so my high is that soon we're going to start working on the boys' bedroom, which I'm really excited about. I've been trying to figure out this room for a long time. Our boys share a room because they like to be together. It's cute. Yeah. And so we have a crib in there and then a twin size bed from Ikea. But the room is really oddly shaped in that the, it's the room on top that has a dormer going out the front. Mm. So it has a dormer that sticks out and then it cuts in on either side. It's kind of like a T. Yeah, it's a little bit T-shaped. Where the dormer ends, they built in two closets on either side of the main part of the T. And the closets that are there are terrible. They have like teeny tiny doors, even though they go farther back. So it's just really annoying. Mm -hmm. It's just not a good use of space. And the closets are just pieces of paneling that are stuck to some framing. There's some like insulation coming down in it. Yeah, it's not good. I want to get rid of those. But then it's like, well, where do you put a closet in that room? Because it's just a weird shape. So what I would love to do in there is just have two twin beds parallel with a little dresser in between as like their nightstand. Mm-hmm. And just keep it really simple. I love like, that. straightforward. Mm-hmm. So I would love to do that. But I realized with the weird way that the dormer is shaped, there's no way you can fit two twin beds Oh, up there. It's okay. not a big enough space for a twin bed to fit in the little bump out Shoot. area yeah. or bump in area. Even like that. Doesn't Ikea make a like a smaller than twin bed or something? They might, but I'm thinking like a twin bed will grow with them longer yeah. than the toddler bed. Yeah. And I really wanted to do these antique headboards. I searched high and low thrifting for these headboards. I wanted the Jenny Lind style, which there's a few different Jenny Lind styles. I ended up buying three headboards because <laughs> I couldn't decide. But I got them for like 25 bucks each from the reuse center. And of course, like they were literally in the back of the warehouse. Oh, no. Farthest back corner had to like climb through piles of headboards and like move huge headboards out of the way to like dig down and find these in the back of the warehouse. <laughs> So I have these two beautiful wood Jenny Lind headboards. What color wood? A dark brown. Okay, like Like a a walnut. walnut. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I have those two headboards, and that leads me to my low, which is that I had a light bulb inspiration moment this week that if we just took out one closet and kept the other one but made the door bigger and, like, Mm -hmm. you know, make it a decent closet... Then if we remove the other closet, we could put a bunk bed there and then have the boys on a bunk bed. But the low is then you can't use the Jenny Lind headboards. Yeah. This is why you need a third child. (laughs) (laughs) That is a bummer. How could you still repurpose these somehow? I don't know. I really want to just... Could you use garage for a future house? Could you use them at the farm for now? 
for a future house and then save them there for a future house? Maybe. Yeah. Just for now until you get a new house because you already have decided that you guys will be getting another house someday. Right. Hopefully Maybe that would work. still in Oneonta and you don't move away. Yeah. Better not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, That's my high and low. <laughs> I like the bunk bed idea, though. The, the boys will love that. They will. And it'll get more space into the room. It's just a better use of the space, mm-hmm. for yeah. sure. And then we're not getting rid of two closets. Like, I have a dresser and, like, under the bed storage. But as they grow, that's not going to be yeah. great. So mm-hmm. I think it's a better plan. <sighs> well, I guess I'll move on to Milo, which it could be a high... I don't know. I need to hear what you girls think, because... Brie mentioned earlier that I got a sample rug in. So I have been on the hunt for a living room rug for a long time. And these girls have seen tons of living room rugs (laughs) that I've sent you guys. I've even done Photoshop mock-ups of my whole living room to see what would work. I finally settled on one. It's the Rosemary Laloy line through Chris Loves Julia. It's this beautiful, like, dusty blue. I'm, I'll tell you girls. So I got the sample in, and these girls saw it, but haven't told me their thoughts on it. What I'll tell you girls is the colors of it I actually really love. I think it works well. Ryan actually really loved it, like, the pattern and the colors. But the thing that I'm just so bummed about is the quality just seems, I don't know. To me, it does not look or feel, like, the feeling of it is not good. Okay, it, you tell me what you think. It is very thin. Yes. Yeah. It, it feels cheap. Yes. I don't like the bare spots on yes. it. Yes. That's why I was looking at your picture, because I was like, are there bare spots on yours? But there aren't. Mm-mm. But did you notice those bare spots? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, even Ryan really pointed that. Like He's like, that. why does it look like... I was like, I don't know. Maybe it's supposed to look like distressed jeans. I you suppose, know? but... But it's supposed to look more vintage but it does not look good. Yeah. And I am so bummed because I just thought that was going to be the one. one. So I guess in one sense, I'm really thankful, though, because a friend of mine actually gave me the idea. And I don't know why I didn't have this idea. I think it was last episode I mentioned with Poshmark, you can't return for fit. So it was like, hey, order from Amazon, find your size, then return it. Why didn't I think about this with rugs? It worked out. the one that I got. Yeah, it worked out because you bought it from me. But now I'm like, oh, yeah, my friend was like, why don't you just buy like a sample size or a small like doormat size? And then you can just return that when you find out if you like it or not. So that is good that I got the little one because I'm just going to return it. And now I didn't buy my giant 9 by 12 and find out that Mm -hmm. it's a nightmare. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But I'm so bummed because now I'm back to square one. So here's the thing. Looking at the pictures, it photographs phenomenally. Mm -hmm. Like it looks really rich and high end and beautiful but in person i can tell this thing is gonna wrinkle mm-hmm. and curl oh, and yeah. shift yes oh my gosh so they rolled it in itself so when i opened it, it was curled up oh. and so i had to roll it back the other way for like an hour for it to like like flat ish it wasn't even laying flat really when you guys looked at it there's like ripples mm-hmm. because it's so thin other Lalois, like in the layla collection they don't do that so it's because so they're weird. more the matte style. Yeah. So I need the matte style. And since it's a Chris Love Julie one, it's got to be, like, expensive. It's more expensive than the, even the one in my bedroom and the one you have. It's more expensive really? than that. That makes no sense. Yeah. It's the level up from, because she has three tiers. And the ones we have in our bedrooms are the first tier. And then this is in the second tier. And that was my concern when I've seen these rugs online. I'm like, that's not going to lay flat. <sighs> so, anyways, that's my low. 
back to the drawing board. But maybe I'll look at the Amber Lewis ones again if you like the quality of them. I do. You should come over to my house and yeah. But would you like it for a living room? I would on top of hardwood. I don't think this rug would do well on in my living room on top of my carpet. Okay. But I think on hardwood, it would be fantastic. Because I okay. think it would slip less than like another Lola White. Also, rumor has it that Chris Loves Julia is coming out with another They one. are. So. At High Point, they launched them. Oh, they did? Did you see them? I haven't seen them yet, but... <gasps> I want to I've see been them. scoping and stocking, but I haven't seen anything. Have yet. you gone on Laloy.com? Because sometimes they release things before they're anywhere else. I like haven't, you can but see. I'm going to check now. Okay, check right now. All right, while you're checking. Rug nerds. Yeah. Here. <laughs> while you're checking, I will move on to my The high. new rug collection dropped. Have you heard the latest <laughs> gossip about the rugs? It's like guys in their football trading yeah. fantasy teams. I and, just need uh, to ask real quick, though. How do you know, looking at the rug, which one it will be? Like, if it's going to be the low pile, like, mat-like? How do I know? In the stock images, there's usually a picture of the rug, like, curled up. And okay. you can tell the style in the pile okay. and the backing and whatnot. Okay, that's good to know. All right, so on to my highs. I actually have two small highs. I'll try to be quick about. <laughs> so one is, and you girls also just saw this when you came over, that I got my TV finally mounted in my bedroom. Mm-hmm. So the TV that I got from the apartment. So I'm really excited about it because it's just like, even just sitting in bed watching TV, like, or laying in bed, it's so much easier to, to watch it now. <laughs> now that it's higher. <laughs> now that it's higher. So what happened was it was my birthday and Ryan's like, so do you want me to throw you a party or like, what do you want to do? I was like, actually, <laughs> I want you to do house projects. <laughs> He's like, no way. I'm like, yes way. <laughs> so for my birthday at night, he just, after we put June to bed, he hung up the TV and I love it. And I had fun styling it, you know, on the dresser. The only little low part is that you can see the TV wall mount that I bought. It's one where you can have the TV like flush up against the wall, which I love, but now I can see the bracket because the type of TV we have is like an ancient (laughs) and it's thick. It like actually comes off the wall a bit and you can see the mount. And I, like, don't like that Mm. when I'm walking. Like, I walk into my bedroom, you look to the right, you can see the bracket. Mm -hmm. So Ryan had the idea of me painting the bracket the same color as the wall. What do you girls think? Is that weird? Are you going to be able to paint all of it? Just the bracket. But what if you want to take it off the wall at some point? Like, will it be painted on? Does that happen? Would it, like, rip? Yeah, it would, like, seal in and then, like, pull off part of the... Like top layer of the yeah, that's a bad idea. If you guys come up with another solution, let me know. But I'm saying is it just bad? A... <laughs> no. I think it just looks like you have your TV mounted on the wall. Like, okay. There's, yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. Okay. Well, and if we get a new TV that can actually go flat up, then... Right. Okay. Yeah. So that's one high. The other high actually leads into our segment about thrifting and secondhand shopping and stuff. And I had to tell you, Emily, specifically, because it's just hilarious... Ryan and I are now going to a new church and our new pastor, Ryan's getting really close with him. And it's just so funny because he's a very like into fashion kind of guy. And he was telling Ryan how his style is Ivy. (laughs) So he's like totally into this academia stuff. And I guess like he was going on and on with Ryan how he buys like suit jackets and blazers from eBay, like designer ones. 
but he gets them like super cheap from eBay and like he was going on and on about it and I just thought it was so hilarious and I had to tell you girls because <laughs> he has a story for everything too like the other day I commented on his glasses because he had the more like circular like hipster glasses mm-hmm. and I was like I really like your glasses and he's like oh well let me tell you it's this like designer and he it was the person in To Kill a Mockingbird uh, Gregory Peck you know the uh, actor yeah it's like it was those glasses it's just like so funny that. and I'm just like the high is that we're loving our new church and the people in it and I just had Aww, to share the good. how funny our Ivy pastor is that he's, yeah he, he didn't call it academia he called it Ivy <laughs> like Ivy League yeah yeah <laughs> so just had to share with that yeah. so after this break we'll talk about tips for scoring secondhand steals Welcome back, guys. Today, we are going to talk about all things thrifting, scoring treasures. This is up my wheelhouse. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, it is. This is something I love talking about, just like Emily loves talking about organization. We all have our little things we love, Mm -hmm. so this happens to be mine. There are many places you can find a deal. I'm sure lots of people have been to garage sales and looked on Facebook Marketplace, Macari, Poshmark, whatever you're looking for there's an avenue to find it secondhand. And when I'm looking for something for my home, one of the first things I do is looks for secondhand. So I'll Mm -hmm. go to my thrift store, I'll go to Salvation Army. So we're gonna talk about these different places, what to look for, some tips and tricks that we have learned in trying to find all these deals. So one of the places you can start is a thrift store. I'm sure everybody has a thrift store, like a Salvation Army or Goodwill, or even a local thrift store. Those are great places to look. One thing I love doing when I'm thrifting is I like keeping a running list. Have in your mind things you're looking for. It doesn't have to be you go to the store and you buy something. Mm -hmm. Like I try to look secondhand first and see if I can score it. And a lot of times I do find it. You might have to wait a little bit longer. But the more you frequent these thrift stores, the more you're going to see the new stuff and learn the systems and learn the sales Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. what color is new. That's another tip. Our local Salvation Army, every week the color changes. So when I go in, I say, what is the new color of the week? The color of the tags. The color of the tags. So that way I know what is new merchandise. Because the sale tags, that's been there for eight weeks, you know. So go in, ask what's the color. The one tip that you said is probably one of the biggest with these kinds of things, the thrift stores, is going frequently. Yes. Because the good stuff goes quick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what kind of items are you noticing you're buying a lot at thrift stores? Baskets. Lamps. <laughs> <laughs> Emily uses baskets. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, for me it's lamps because you can find so many different beautiful shapes and different sizes. A lot of times you can find like bigger, more substantial sizes and then you can pop a new lampshade for 20 bucks on Target and you have yourself a brand new lamp. Now, mm-hmm. some of them might be very, very ugly, but the shape is really good. So then mm-hmm. you can do that mud technique. Mm-hmm. You can do the texture technique to make it look like pottery and you have a brand new lamp. Like I've gotten so many lamps for $8.99. Yeah. Wow. No, I have the two in my entry room are both thrifted. So mm-hmm. it's really great. And the mud technique that you're talking about, you just take baking powder and like acrylic paint, you mix it together and you paint it on and it looks like pottery. Yeah. <laughs> it's so easy. I've also done it with spackling. 
Like this oh, stuff yeah. used to fill holes on the wall. You can get a really nice chunky texture with that. Yeah. And it looks really cool. My and mom, then you paint over that maybe like mm-hmm. the, with acrylic. Yeah, but it does dry white. So yeah, it dries true. white and matte. Mm-hmm. My mom's done the mud technique where you literally paint something the and then mud. you take mud Dirt. and smear yeah. it on and then like wipe it off. I've yeah. done that too, like to give it the color. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Dimension. That's cool. So lamps and baskets... I like frames a lot. Oh, you know, picture frames. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Picture frames, like especially like antique ones, is really mm-hmm. cool to find. Not related to home, but I thrift for all my boys' clothes. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And my clothing. Too. I have to say that takes, I think, more time to thrift for clothing than it oh, does. For sure. Yeah. Like home stuff, because home stuff, I feel like you can glance super quick. And find things, but you have to paw through. And right. <laughs> that's part of the fun, Kimmy. Oh, I, that's not fun. That's yeah. not fun for me. If you are in a hurry, thrifting is not for you. Yeah. I would say it takes patience to go back and check and not be in such a hurry for a new lamp or basket that, like, you can't take the time to, you know, wait right. for it to come along and to find it. But if yeah. you are in a hurry... Look for the new color and only look mm-hmm. for that color. Yeah, that's a good point because if I do thrift for clothing, I just browse all the the neutrals or the Terra neutrals as they say these days. Those are like the earth tones. Oh, <laughs> I have never heard. Of I that just term heard. Before. I just heard that today, and I was like, I can't wait to share that on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds so smart. But um, I will do that. I'll yeah. just look for colors. Yeah, and then and I'll just like scan for black and white stripes. <laughs> Or navy and white. Yeah. <laughs> Another surprising place to thrift for home stuff is actually Poshmark. Now, I resell on Poshmark clothing, but more recently, they launched a home section. So, you can search it by brand, which I love doing it, so you can type in West Elm, Anthropology, Urban Outfitters, or even mm. Vintage. A lot of people are selling Vintage on Poshmark, actually. And you can find some really cool home decor pieces there. Wow. If you're looking for some, like, discontinued bedding from Pottery Barn or something like that, check oh. eBay, check Macari, check Poshmark, because a lot of people resell those things. Wow, that's cool. That's a good transition into eBay and Macari, because those are a couple sites that Kimmy and I do not really mm-hmm. use or have experience with. Macari is another reselling app. Poshmark is more streamlined and beautiful, I want to say, more for, like, People looking for on-trend items. Mm -hmm. eBay is more for the discontinued, I would feel like, older styles. Mm -hmm. And Macari is kind of like anything in between. So people will have clothing. People will have home decor. I have scored a lot of cheap home decor in Macari because they're... Pricing structure is a little bit different, and sometimes the shipping can be cheaper. I was going to well. ask about shipping. What is it typically? You can do a USPS, FedEx, and UPS. And what's great is you can choose in between those. With Poshmark, it's a flat seven forty nine fee. Mm-hmm. But like you wouldn't buy a lamp on Macari. Yeah. How much would shipping be? It depends. Sometimes they have free shipping where the buyer will pay the shipping or the seller will pay the shipping. You get to choose. When you are listing the item, you can choose. I'm just that millennial who likes Amazon free shipping. So (laughs) I don't ever want to pay shipping. You can sort it by free shipping. That's cool. I have sold huge, ginormous rugs on Macari, 10 by 14 rugs, wrapped it in plastic bags and a lot of tape, and then you bring it to the UPS store and they'll ship it for you. Mm-hmm. And it's so easy. I yeah. guess I need to check more. The only thing I'm thinking that I bought from eBay recently was I found, and it was a discontinued item, 
was a Hey Jude record, like a little vinyl single. And we have it in Jude's room, which is really cool. But yeah, I don't really shop much on eBay or I don't think about it. Like I need to Mm -hmm. think about it more. Art is a great thing to get on eBay. Like we mentioned before, discount codes. If you are going to buy new, you can at least save some money. I love getting clothing from there. And sometimes I will buy stuff on eBay to resell on Poshmark because the demographic is different. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Now, do you do auctions and bidding or do you just do the buy now option on eBay? I usually do buy it now or best offer because hmm. I don't have the time for auction. Then I end up spending more money. Yes, we uh, we did the auction for the record and we ended up paying like, I don't even know. It wasn't that much, but it's just one song and it was like $35 for just the one Just look vinyl. at it as art. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Facebook Marketplace. Now you guys have more experience of that, so maybe you can share some of your experiences. So what I love about Facebook, as opposed to like Craigslist, does anybody use Craigslist anymore? (laughs) I think they use it for cars still. I think people still sell cars because I remember Ryan looking a lot when he wanted a truck. Yeah. But I don't think people use it much anymore. Well, the wonderful thing about Facebook is that it's tied to your profile, so you can look at people's profiles and right. know if it's and not, see if like, they're... creepy. Yeah. Yeah. So that's Because nice. there are a lot of creeps. Have you mm-hmm. gotten that? Like, whenever I'm selling stuff, I get instantly people I know that they're either robots or trying to scam me or something. Yeah. Yeah, I've got that before. Mm-hmm. That part of Facebook is really nice. It's really nice, too, if you are selling things because then you can share it to different Facebook groups that are, you know, your local selling groups or your page. So you have, like, an audience already ready for you there. Mm -hmm. So that part of it is also really nice. And thanks to Facebook and their algorithms... Um, That's what I love. Yeah. If you search for something like mid-century dresser, it will remember that, Mm -hmm. and then it will show you mid-century dressers every time you go click on it. Right. And the coolest thing, too, is you can sign up for notifications. Mm -hmm. So, like, right now I'm looking for a side table. So I get notifications every day. Hey, new side tables have been. (laughs) Which you could be more specific with, Mm -hmm. like, mid-century side table. And then it won't be showing you everything. But we live in a small town, so I don't mind seeing everything. It's not like it's that much. (laughs) But you have to make sure that you click because there's local or shipping. Yeah. And I hate when it, like, switches. And then I think something is... In my town, and I realized, oh, this is in California. <laughs> yeah, and then you have to pay for shipping yeah. for it. Yeah, it drives me nuts. I'll um, be, like, so excited because they'll see something super cute in Boho, which yeah. Facebook knows I love, and then it's not local. It's somewhere right. else. But if it's cute enough, you could pay the shipping right. if it's worth it to you. Uh, no. I know that I know a lot of people do sell on Facebook Marketplace and do the shipping yes. and make a lot of money. I yeah. think if there's smaller items, I totally would. You know, but like a dresser, (laughs) they're probably not going to ship that. I sold my hammock, macrame style hammock. I sold that on Facebook to someone who lives in California. Wow. But I sold it for $80 with free shipping. (gasps) Oh, no. $40 of shipping. No. (laughs) They got a steal. Yep. So there might be people like Emily selling things for free shipping. I guess we need to you look. You can get a bargain with Emily. Yeah, exactly. 
<laughs> oh man, but I do love, yeah, I love the algorithm, making sure you do the little alarm, like the notification mm-hmm. so you can get it. Oh, I got one. So when you're interested in an item, Facebook gives you the option of just clicking that one button that says, I'm interested in this item. Mm-hmm. Don't do that. Like, because everybody else is going to do that. So take the time to actually type out, hi, whatever their name is. I'm interested in coming by to see this later today or just whatever. Like, but actually make, make more a personal. message personal. and include their yes. name. And that will go a long way. I agree with that. Because I, sure. I have definitely like ignored all of the like automated, I'm interested in this item messages for the one message that's actually, someone took time and sold yeah. it to them instead. Mm-hmm. Hmm, that's interesting. What kind of things do you look for on Facebook Marketplace? Furniture. Same. Yeah. You can get great. Mm-hmm. Great furniture, great deals on furniture. I actually don't look for home decor much. I That's not true. I look for, f- like, vintage. I got that oil painting. That was something yep. pretty cool. But I pretty much just look for furniture. <laughs> yeah. I'll look for art, rattan stuff, mm. and mid-century furniture. As far as etiquette goes on Facebook, try to set up a time and a place to go see it and stick to it beyond time. Bring cash. Bring mm-hmm. enough cash. Ask for measurements ahead of time so you don't get there and then realize it's not going to fit where you want it. So I have a story that I yeah. have to put in here because I learned the hard way. <laughs> so on Facebook Marketplace, I was looking for a dresser for a bedroom and I found this like really cute mid-century one. It was like an hour away and I convinced Ryan. He wasn't like super excited about it because it was like, it was veneer. But it looked in really good condition. And it, I loved how it looked. I didn't measure. I did measure, but I didn't, like, really measure. Did you measure it with, like, your arms into your side and you <laughs> held it in a certain position? Yeah. <laughs> I thought it would fit in our car. Oh. We didn't have a babysitter, so we had to have Jude. So we couldn't put the seats down. And going. so we drive an hour. Oh. And we get there. It was the contactless type thing, so she didn't want to, like, talk with us or see oh, us in sure. person. So she had left where it was on her porch, and then we had to come, and we were supposed to leave the money in this little envelope thing, and so we couldn't get it in, and I'm like, Ryan, I told her I'd take it. We've tried to put it in. We did not put any, like, dents in it or anything. Like, we were really careful. We had, like, packing stuff and whatever. But we could not fit it. So I'm like, I, I guess I have to tell her we just can't take it. And I'm like, I honestly was crying because I was like really wanted it. And I'm like, we drove an hour here and now Jude's crying and we have an hour to drive back. It was just a nightmare. And then to make it worse. So I told the lady, we put the, the dresser back and I looked over and it was fine. And then as we're driving home and I messaged her and told her everything, she like reamed me out and said that we put a scratch in it, which I know we did not. And she got so mad and like, it was just like the worst. I'm like, I'm already bummed that I couldn't take this. And now she's being nasty to me. (laughs) So measure people, (laughs) measure, make sure. But it ended up good because I found an even better dresser like a week later. So that's fine. But I still feel bad about that situation. So measure. (laughs) Yeah. That's hard. I had a, a situation where I was selling something. So this was like right after Bennett was born and I had posted a bunch of stuff for sale on Facebook marketplace before 
so this lady contacted me about this little dog sweater that we had bought for our dog that didn't fit him. It was too small. <laughs> this little dog sweater, like five bucks. Yeah. You know, so, so little money. I shouldn't have even been bothering with posting it on Facebook Marketplace. I don't know why I did. Because the time you spend on it is not worth it. So I had posted this. She wanted to come get it. We had set up a time for her to come get it in the morning. She showed up like half an hour early and I was pumping upstairs in my room, like just pumping, (laughs) which I had to do because I had a baby. Yeah. And she like knocks on the door a bunch, starts messaging me a bunch on Facebook. Like, I'm here. Where are you? I'm here. Where is it? And then she goes around her house to the back door and starts banging on the back door. (gasps) And Brian is like, there's a lady banging on our back door. And like I sent her a message, like, I'll be out in a few minutes. And so I finished up pumping and like threw on a coat, still had my pajamas on and stuff. Because we're still like way before the time we set. And, like, went out, you know, to get her this thing. And she was like, oh, sorry, I didn't mean to wake you up. Like, paid her five bucks and took off with the dog sweater. Oh, my. And I was like, people. What was so urgent about this dog sweater (laughs) that you were, like, breaking down my door for it (laughs) half an hour earlier in the morning? Like, I don't know. (laughs) That's That's, funny. That's probably my only. So there's some ups and downs with Facebook Marketplace. Yeah. That's probably, like, the, my only horror story I would yeah. say with it, so. <laughs> but, you guys, tell your friends what you're looking for. Because I know my mom, I've told her, I've told my grandma, hey, I'm looking for this. If you're going out garage sale, if mm-hmm. you find it, let me know. And oh, I know yeah. I've told you girls, keep your eyes open. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I always tell you because, Bree, you're so good at looking around. I'm like, this is what I'm looking for. <laughs> tell me you can find it. <laughs> we found lots of That's treasures that way. Good oh, tip. like the estate sales. Yes. All the rugs. Yep. That's a great another place to look for is estatesales.net. Yeah. And you can set it to your area and then get emails when things are around you. And then they have pictures. The cool thing with estate sales too, I think, you guys could correct me if I'm wrong, but they don't typically end up being on weekends always. Like they could be on a random mm-hmm. weekday, which I guess would be hard for some people, but I seem to always have booked weekends. So for me, like a weekday thing is better sometimes. So a it's lot like of times they're Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Yeah, and having mm-hmm. that Friday option is like actually nice because I usually have plans on Saturday. And that's when you get the best stuff. Yeah. Go Do you get early. Right away? Yeah. I've never been to an estate sale. It's crazy. And I really want to. When you start going to them frequently, you start recognizing people. And then you know who's the antique dealer, who's the grandma looking for the cat figurines. And (laughs) no, I'm serious. And who's going to go straight to the tools. Like you can, Mm. you can tell what people are looking for. Yeah. You see the little hipster later, you're like, "Uh uh-uh, don't get my rugs. (laughs) 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 But a lot of times, like if you are going to an estate sale, and there's something that you want, get there like an hour early. I'm not even kidding. And you're already going to have people in front of you. Really? Wow. Because they can look at all the pictures and tell if it's going to be good. Mm-hmm. I think... A... Would you say on average estate sales have higher quality items? Yes. Yeah. By far. Because okay. someone's passed away. You're dealing with the whole house contents. Everybody's yeah. already taken off their personal things. You're left with the furniture. You're left with the books on the bookshelf. You're left with the silverware in the drawer. You literally are walking to this person's house and then just taking stuff and then you go check out at the end. Really? Yes. So are there prices on things? A lot of times, no. 
Oh, you don't only find on out like bigger, only on like bigger things. There's the salespeople walking around, like the people running the estate sales. You can say, oh. "Hey, Bob, come over here. How much do you want for this dresser?" And he'll say fifty bucks. And you're like, mm-hmm. "Can you do forty? I can do forty-five. I can do forty-five. And then say, "Go tell you know what's her name downstairs that I said I'll sell it to you for forty-five. I'm like, okay. Hmm. So there's uh-huh. a little bit more personal Haggling. haggling yeah. bundle things. That's mm-hmm. a big thing. If you go to an estate sale, like bring bring a bag, bring a box, because you are going to be, you know, with twenty to fifty people all going through this house. You need so something to carry. Bring your an stuff. IKEA bag or a TJ Maxx bag, and can if you, you decide see after that you don't want? Like if they tell you it's such and such price, and you're like, I can't afford that. So yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you can put it back. But you can, like, hold it the whole time you're like... Yes. So if you find something, claim it. Okay, another thing people do is people bring their own stickers and write sold on it and slap it on the items, like furniture through the house. That they can't move. That they can't move. They claim it. They claim it. So that's another tip. Do you do that? I haven't done it, but I should start doing it. I totally would do that. I would just take, like, a sticky note and Sharpie and, like... Go yep. through and like you can do that mine, and just make mine, mine. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh! So that's another tip. It's mm. fun. It, it gets would, your adrenaline it pumping. Fun. It's it really. We should fun. do it next summer. I was just thinking when you find one, if there's one. Well, don't they happen over winter too? Sometimes, right? Yeah, they do. Because be cool. that's the other cool thing about estate sales. Garage sales only happen in the summer, whereas estate sales may happen anytime I mean, it's when people die. So <laughs> this sweater I'm wearing is actually from an estate sale, but I bought it from the vintage store downtown. Oh, cool! But well, we... if we find a an estate sale from an elderly lady who's died, like this one came from, I'd be all into it. We need I to love go. all of her clothes. One thing I got from an estate sale that. This person who gave it to me may or may not be on this episode later, but she gave me, Bree's sister Mariah, (laughs) she gave me the cutest rattan little kid's chair for Jude. adorable. I know, it's so cute. I have it right by my door and it's next to his little coat rack that he, and he always, every day he sits on it while I put his shoes on. So it's just, it's so cute. I just, when I opened that up or when I saw it at the baby shower, I was like, oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> and that was an estate sale, right? Yep. Yeah. Mm, That's very, very cool. cool. <laughs> Another thing is to be picky. It's okay to be picky. If you're going to all these places, you're like, oh, this kind of works. No, no, no. Put mm. it back. Wait until you find the item that you love. Mm-hmm. Don't buy the eh. Buy the <gasps> You have to text your friend immediately a picture because you love it so much. Don't settle mm-hmm. yeah otherwise you just end up with a bunch of cheap junk that you end up donating back but then there's sometimes the like i'm which we'll talk about later but you're going back and forth about it and then you regret it that you didn't get it so that's happening yeah, it's tough because you want to keep an open mind but you also don't want to keep too open of a mind yeah. and stuff that then doesn't work that then you have to get rid of. Mm-hmm. You have to really be honest with yourself too. Like if it's something that you have to DIY and oh, paint yeah. or fix in some way, like be honest with yourself. Yeah. It's going to be worth it. Am I really going to take the time to strip this old veneer off and restain right. it and reseal it? And yeah. Mm-hmm. A lot of times the answer is no. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let someone else who is passionate about DIY take that project on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One of my thrift finds from Salvation Army was a mid-century modern coffee table. 
I was so excited to find it. I like I saw it off in the distance and ran over there and grabbed the tag off of it so that nobody else could buy it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then went up front and got it and then had to make a trip back to put it in the car. But it was too big for the living room. Oh. And so we lived with it for a while and it just wasn't working. Yeah. So I sold it for more than I paid for it. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Another place to look is antique stores. You can find some treasures. Amazing print of a house. My sister actually got it from me for Christmas a couple of years ago. It's in a black frame. And how it's framed, it looks kind of like a Polaroid because there's a white strip at the bottom of the print. Mm-hmm. And it's black and white with the trees and stuff. And I just... The positioning and, like, the big white mat around it, I loved it. And it was, Mm. it's what you would pay at Target. So that's one thing I love finding is you can find something that's not mass produced, that's more unique to you and gives you the, I love it, I'm so excited to put in my house reaction. The thing with antique stores, though, is they do tend to be, they're going to be more money Mm -hmm. than This is $25. That's nice. But typically, you know. Typically, yes. Yeah. Antique stores, usually people know more the value of their items. And they're not just people wanting to get rid of stuff. Right. They want to make a profit on it. Yeah. But if you're wanting to find something a little bit more unique and you're willing to pay a little bit more than Salvation Army, it's a great place to look. And if you also don't want to have to dig for it. Yes. If you don't want to have to dig through all the crap, it's a nicely curated, clean, probably. Speaking of that, which we didn't put on our list but have you girls heard of the there's two websites that i've heard people throw around which i think is above our pay grade (laughs) but cherish Mm -hmm. have you heard of that and then first dibs Mm -hmm. i think both of those are like if you want to look for antiques and you have a little bit more money it's one of those things that's like way easier than actually going to an antique store because you can just type in search bars and those are options too if you want to if you're looking for an antique item one last thing that we didn't mention and i don't really know maybe you guys know the difference but what's a flea market a flea market is where you have a lot of vendors rent booths and then they sell their things so imagine like this big warehouse and you have all these 10 by 10 stations and then people bring in their products the host of that will get like a percentage of all the sales. So it could be a mix of some antique dealers, some like direct sales stuff. And like yeah. Etsy people? It's usually more antique I'm sure okay. there's different variations of it, but yeah. typically it's antique stores. There's a place in a couple towns over that is this, and everybody has their own little booths and stuff, and they have their numbers. Marketplace on Chestnut, a lot of those are different booths. Technically, yeah, I didn't know that till recently. Yeah, so you get a lot of variating products Mm -hmm. in Mm -hmm. one spot. All these places are great to make connections. If you're going into your local stores or pop-up shops, on the street Mm -hmm. you might make lifelong friends (laughs) so it really brings you into the community and actually talking with people and making connections and that's really fun too Mm -hmm. so along with like the vendors at the flea markets you also have consignment stores which have a lot of different people bringing in their product to be sold at one place and that's another place i really love to source one thing i found our local consignment store has a sale like twice a year where they discount things so it'll be like five dollars four dollars three dollars well i went on the one dollar day i walked in and found this huge three foot by three foot framed canvas but it was of this really ugly flower like (laughs) really ugly but it was on a floating frame a black floating frame wow hmm 
I wonder if my sister can paint me something. Oh, <laughs> no. So I bought it for a dollar and my sister painted it white and it still had the texture of the flower behind it, but it looked really, really cool because yeah. it was acrylic. Oh, and then she painted these modern black dashes all over it, but not over the whole thing. It was just like in the center square. So you still had white square, like a frame. Mm-hmm. And then you had the black frame for a dollar. Wow. So thank you, Mariah, for doing that. But that's a great place to look, too, is your local consignment store. And pay attention to their sales. Like, check on their Instagram when they're posting about them. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Well, should we take a break? And then we'll get to some steals and deals and share some more stories about our thrifting finds. Welcome back, guys. We are going to move on to our next segment, which is Steals and Deals, our favorite thrifted finds of all time and the one that got away. So we all have those stories of, I found this, and then, oh, I regret not getting that. So, Kimmy, what do you regret not getting? This is actually a pretty crazy story because (laughs) it was actually before Ryan and I got pregnant Before I lived in this house where I live, on this street that I live on, I was driving down it, and I don't even know why I was driving down it. This was a long time ago, and I saw there was a garage sale, and I saw this cute rocking horse for a kid, and it was like a wooden rocking horse. I was like, I need to, I should get that, but I was like headed somewhere, and I wasn't garage sailing. I was like, oh, I'll come back. Because I was like, I I don't want to stop. I don't think I even had cash on me, you know. And I didn't want to be like, can I get that and then come back? With Like, mm-hmm. I just didn't want to be complicated. So I left. And then when I came back, it was gone. And no. I was like, no. And it was one of those moments that I was just like, no. And then we ended up, like, buying a house on this street. And then I got pregnant. And I was like, I wish I had that rocking horse. And maybe, maybe they never sold it. And maybe, so, like... Every time I would drive down, like, when it was garage sale season, I would hope that that house would be having, like, a garage sale and have it out. But it ended up actually kind of cool, which is, kind of leads into one of my favorite. I wouldn't say it is my favorite, but we were garage selling a year ago. I actually can't remember. But talking about Rattan, Mm -hmm. I was at a garage sale and saw this, it was one, like you mentioned before, you saw it from like the car and you're mm-hmm. like, I'm in a beeline to that. <laughs> it was a rattan rocking horse. <gasps> and I was like, <gasps> so I like booked it. And this rocking horse, when I got to it, I did notice it was actually like some of the rattan woven part was coming sure, off and it sure. was a little rickety-ish, but not really. And so I was like, how much do you want for this? And he just said, a dollar is fine. And I was like... <gasps> Okay, sold. <laughs> Gave him a dollar, and I was like, Ryan, I got my rocking horse. Aww. And it was just, like, made up for it, but, yeah. Ugh. I still think about that other one. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I got the granny chair, because, that we've mentioned many times, because when I was driving down and I saw the granny chair, and I said to Ryan, I want it. And then I was like, if it's still there when we come back, I am buying it, because I'm not having another rocking horse situation. <laughs> So we got it. <laughs> Mine are both kind of tied together. So I have a friend who you know, Maggie, if you're listening. So Maggie has incredible eclectic bohemian style. So she and I have to duke it out for anything we find on Facebook <laughs> Marketplace. So like there have been so many times I'll see something on there, like this giant gold velvet 
sofa, like totally 70s gold velvet sofa. And I was like, that's really cool. And then like the next day I'll see Maggie has it in her house. She posted <laughs> it on Instagram. My favorite find of all time would have to be my vintage porch swing. I literally couldn't believe my eyes when I saw this on Facebook Marketplace. It's a one of those rattan woven porch swings that you can buy from like Pottery Barn or Wayfair or something. But this one is a double wide. It's like love seat sized, mm. which is a lot harder to find. Mm-hmm. And they would run anywhere from like $700 up. And this one was for sale for 100 and 70. That's so awesome. And we have the perfect spot for it on our porch. Mm-hmm. And I've wanted a porch swing for it. And so I saw this one and I knew like it was the porch swing. But being the good friend and person I am, I also knew Maggie would love this swing. <laughs> so I sent her a message and said, are you interested in this swing? And she messaged back and said, oh, I, I love it, but I, I don't think I have room for it in our house. So I was like, okay, cool. So then I immediately, like, messaged the That's seller. so nice of you, because I wouldn't have done that. <laughs> I immediately messaged the seller and said, I'm very interested. I'll come get it, like, right away. And then I didn't hear from them for a while. And I was like, oh, no, somebody else bought it. But I, would kept, I kept, like, checking back, and it was still there. And then finally they messaged back, and it was an elderly couple, and the wife had some health issues, so he sent me this really nice message of like, well, we haven't been able to get back to people. Um, if you're still interested, maybe we can work out something for this weekend. That weekend we were out of town. Oh, no. And I was like, no. I'm like, well, I'm out of town this weekend. Can we work out something like further in the future? And I think I had to wait a whole nother week because Brian was going to be out of town. Oh. Week. And I was like, there is no way they're going to hold this for me for that long. He messaged back and was like, okay, sure. And then he said, oh, we noticed like a little bit of the swing is broken. Like the rattan isn't holding up so well. So we'll take some more money off of it for you. That's so awesome. And his only stipulation was that you had to uninstall it from the ceiling, which ended up being super easy. But I am glad I had Brian for that part. Right. um, Mm -hmm. Because I don't think I would have been able to handle it myself. It was pretty big and heavy. It's very big, but very comfortable. It was too big to fit in our Durango, and so we had to strap it to the roof oh, of our Durango. Oh, my word. That would have been hilarious to In see. the rain. It was oh, raining oh, no. on us, which it ended up being okay because the couple had cats, and Brian is deathly allergic to cats, oh. and the swing was the cat's favorite spot, oh. so it was, like, caked in cat hair. Oh, like all over the gross. woven rattan. So, poor so the Brian, rain was actually good. <laughs> yeah, but poor Brian has to haul this out. And he had to strap take it, it to the roof. He's like sneezing like crazy. No. His eyes are getting all red and itchy. And he hauls it home. And he's like, we're leaving that up there in the rain for a while. And then <laughs> like he had to go take medicine. It didn't get moldy, right, from being in the rain? No, okay. no. And so... I then I like I went out and hosed it off too while it was still up on the car and then we finally like brought it into the porch and then I thoroughly cleaned it with wipes cleaning wipes and glued some of the rattan pieces back together <laughs> but it's gorgeous and then the ironic twist to the story is that then Maggie sent me a message after I posted a picture of me enjoying my beautiful 70s swing and she was like you got it? <laughs> and she's like, I actually changed my mind about it after you sent me a message. And I sent him a message. I messaged him too and asked if I could have it. 
And he said no. <laughs> I was like, that's because I got it. And you asked first. So. Yeah. <laughs> so that actually ties in perfectly to my one that got away because I saw this gorgeous, ginormous, we're talking like three foot by two foot at least, like ginormous still life painting on Facebook Marketplace. Like this gorgeous bowl, like this urn of flowers and fruit and just like the most beautiful, vibrant colors and just gorgeous art. And it was local. And so I messaged them like instantly and said, I'm very interested in this painting. I'll come get it right away. And they said, oh, I'm sorry. Somebody else already came and got it. And then the next day on Instagram, I see Maggie <laughs> posing with that picture behind her. So. No. Uh, so we paint each other back. It's all, yeah, all so fair funny. Name. She got the painting. I got the sweater. Yeah. <laughs> you girls aren't going to believe this. I racked my brain. I called my sister. I called my mom. I said, is there anything that I like missed or wish I had gotten? And I cannot come up with anything. That's awesome. <laughs> I have, like, thought and thought and thought. Or maybe thought. it's just that you're, like, content. You know? Maybe it's just, like... You're able to let it go. Let it go. Yeah. I feel like if I want something, though, I'm more purposeful. I don't feel like I've ever had one that's gotten <laughs> away. Because if I've wanted it, I've gotten it. Or but I've what if I you want didn't it. want it, and then you didn't get it, and you're like, wait, I do want that. Like, that's never I happened. <laughs> I, I racked my brain. Well, that's Literally. good. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> that was crazy. But I will share a find that I did get with the help of my mom and sister. So we went to, they went to a thrift store in a local town. And I have been looking for some mid-century dressers. Because it's really hard to find furniture that's affordable, looks good, in good condition. Especially in our area. They found two mid-century dressers. So one was a six-foot-long lower dresser with a th- nine drawers. Mm-hmm. And then one was a five-drawer taller dresser. And they were $50 a piece. Uh, I love the one that you use as your media console. Mm-hmm. Every time I go to your house, I'm like, I can't believe you only spent $50 on that. <laughs> that's awesome. So that's probably yeah. my favorite find. But it was a beast trying to get it home. Me and my sister <sighs> used my parents' truck and like we're lift this thing is solid wood. And we're lifting it up and trying and like we were sweating so bad and then we're trying to wrap tarps around it to protect it cuz then it was starting to sprinkle. And then the tarp got loose and we're like on the highway and it's like flapping oh, behind man. us and we're having oh, to pull gosh. off and like reattach it. It was quite the adventure. <laughs> That was one of my most favorite finds, thanks to the help of my mom and sister. That's so great. Yeah. Well, I was trying to think of my favorite, and I just, like, there's so many good things. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I don't... so many oh, stories. I know. I know. I can't narrow it, because I think, like, $50 for me, I don't love necessarily the style of my dining table, but it's been well-loved. Like, I've used it, and it was only $50 with all six chairs. Mm. Wow. From a moving sale. We didn't even mention moving sales are, like... Mm. Even better than just normal garage sales because they're just wanting to get rid of anything, you know? There's just so many things. Like, the table I just got from the Reuse Center, it's a side table, that wooden side table with the woven top. Mm -hmm. That's what I've been loving lately the most. So that's what I was thinking I would share because when I walk into my entry room and I look down all the way through the great room, all the way to the end of my living room, I see that table and I just am like, (sighs) I love it. With my new lamp on it. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
I I had a hard time coming up with a favorite too because I have thrifted finds in every single mm-hmm. room. Oh yeah, I, I can walk through my house and say I paid a dollar for this, I paid five dollars for that, and it was just mm-hmm. yeah, it was fun. Highly recommend. I have one last one that got away story that I just had to mention because it's very hilarious. We mentioned several episodes ago. We, you, Bree, you were talking about your weed whacker that mm-hmm. you love. And I was telling you guys about how Ryan, it's his thing that every garage sale we go to, <laughs> he, like, gets a new weed whacker and it never works. Like, one of the last garage sales we went to, and it was, like, kind of this past fall, they were still going on. We were at a garage sale and Ryan saw a weed whacker. <laughs> He's holding Jude because usually I'm the one that's going crazy looking (laughs) while Ryan's just like sauntering through and holding Jude. (laughs) So he's holding Jude. He sees a weed whacker. He's standing like only like a foot away from it and he's studying it. He's, you know, like you can tell when somebody's Mm -hmm. looking at an item. So he's looking at it and he's contemplating like, this looks brand new. I need to get this. He's about to, like, reach for it. And then all of a sudden, a person, come, this man, like, comes in front of him and swipes oh! it out of his hand what? and grabs it. And Ryan's just like, like, he got so upset. And then the guy with the weed whack, like, who took it, he, he goes to the person and he's like, so does this work? And the guy's like, oh, yeah, I just bought it. I just realized that I don't, I don't, like, use weed whackers. It's brand new. And I'll give it to you for, I don't remember how much, but it was like really cheap. And Ryan was so mad. Like he wouldn't stop talking. Ryan doesn't get mad, but he wouldn't stop talking about this for like days. And he's still mad. If you ask him right now, like, what about that weed whacker that you didn't get? Like he just. I would have said, excuse me. I was getting that. I would have been like, I'm nay, nay, nay. (laughs) But he didn't. So then he finally bought one from a store. (laughs) And I was just very happy. (laughs) So we all have a brand new weed whacker. Just wanted everyone to know that. (laughs) The end of the weed whacker saga. saga. Well, when we come back, we are going to have a bonus little segment where someone sent in an audio message and then we're going to end with our pillow talk. So welcome back, guys. Now we have an audio message from a listener. Hello, Dwelling Place. My name is Mariah Murphy. I'm actually the sister of Brianna. Hi, (laughs) Bri. So I have such a funny story for you. I was on a run listening to your podcast, and it was the episode all about the salt cellar. And right then and there, I stopped and was laughing hysterically. I think I actually like bent over and had to stop running. Actually, I was laughing so hard because I, at that moment, realized that I too have a salt cellar in my bathroom that I do not use as a salt cellar. I use the bottom portion to hold my toothbrushes and I use the top lid portion as a coaster on my end table but no longer it is in my kitchen being used correctly (laughs) thanks to you so I just had to share that with you guys you are such an inspiration for what you create and that you're doing this all for the glory of the Lord you inspire me you keep me going and I'm so proud to know you guys as friends and I can't wait to see what you create next (laughs) <laughs> oh my gosh. 
Wow, that that is so funny. I could just totally picture her as she's running and then just starts dying laughing with the realization. <laughs> but now my question is, what's holding her toothbrushes? Yeah. <laughs> Mariah, we need an update. <laughs> That oh. is too funny. It's so funny because you said in the episode, people check your bathroom. Yeah. yeah. Check your bathrooms, people. <laughs> oh, but thank you, Mariah. That was so sweet. So okay. good to hear your voice. And thanks for listening. And if anybody else wants to send an audio message, please make sure to do so. We would love to listen to them. And now we're going to get into our pillow talk segment. Emily, what do you have for us this week? So this week, I have uh, an Instagram account to share. Are you guys following Cheap Old Houses? I don't think so. Oh. I'm going to look them up. Out. So I first heard of this Instagram account from the Young House Love podcast way back in the day. I just recently like rediscovered their account and started following it. I've actually had friends and family like send me their posts because the Cheap Old Houses couple, it's a couple that run this account. They also have a TV show now. So basically what this account is, it's just reposting cheap old houses that are for sale all across the country. So realtors will send in these houses to them and then they'll repost it on Instagram. Wow. And they'll share pictures of it and like the whole realtor's description of the house and they also have several newsletters tailored to specific areas or houses or, you know, different things like that. So if you're really in the market for a fixer-upper, that's a great way to find one. Mm-hmm. Um, but the Instagram account is just so fun because there's just these fantastic old mansions oh, cool. for ridiculous prices. Wow. And there's, like, I just saw one it's in Syracuse, New York, so mm-hmm. that's not too far from us. Yeah, there's so many in upstate New York. Wow, that's really cool. I wonder if you're, like, actually looking to buy. Probably on their website there's even, like, a search... Like, you could right. put in where you live, to your filter area. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. And, I mean, there's so many, like, big old mansions from towns that popped up along the railroads or gold mining towns or, you know, all of these different industries that aren't really doing anything anymore. And all these giant mansions are left behind. Wow. And they're super, super cheap and reasonable and every once in a while they'll share an older house that's a higher price point but it's just so beautiful and historic and they have to share it yeah (laughs) and so that's their save this old house feature Mm, so every once in a while they'll have a save this old house feature yeah cool and then they'll sometimes post the pictures of people who found houses through their instagram account and bought them and what they're doing with the house so that's really fun so you'll see like people who saved an old mansion and how they're like restoring it or updating it Mm -hmm. you know it's just really fun it's just so cool to look at the pictures of these old houses Mm -hmm. because they're just not they're not made like that anymore oh seriously (laughs) the detail and the character Mm -hmm. is just it's Mm -hmm. really fun so my pillow talk this week is going to be my rug. <laughs> of course. <laughs> it's got to be the rug. So I'll put a link to Laloy, uh, specifically the one that I got. But check out their other collections. They have beautiful vintage looking rugs, but they're new for really affordable prices. So that's my pillow talk for this week. Very <laughs> short and easy. <laughs> yes. Well, my pillow talk this week is something that I thrifted that I saved to tell you guys about. Because this is something... 
that I've actually been on the hunt for a while and I found it at, it was a garage sale this summer and I totally forgot to tell you guys. <laughs> and it's actually something that I've thought about creating. I, I have my art business and I've thought about maybe replicating it and selling it, but I don't know if it would work. So I'm just going to tell you what it is. Like, hear your thoughts on it. If you guys have gone into old churches before, like really super old churches, or even not necessarily old, traditional style churches, they have something called a hymn board where it's like, I should have taken a picture to show you. You know what I'm talking about. It's this wooden plaque that, that has, has the numbers that they slide in. Yeah. And it's usually numbers for hymns or numbers for psalms. So we actually have one at our, because now we're going to a very traditional church, so we have one. I've been looking for one because I want one for Jude's room, because I, we every night before we put him to bed, we sing a hymn to him. We pick a different hymn each night. And so I was thinking how fun it could be like this interactive thing where as he gets a little older, he could pick what hymns we sing for each day of the week, and he could put them on the plaque. Like if I could find... This is the thing that I can't figure out yet, is I need to find letters. Because if you go on, like, church websites, they only have, like, numbers for those things. Mm -hmm. So I need to find or actually create myself letters so it can spell out hymns. You know, like, how great thou art or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I just was thinking that would actually be, like, maybe some other moms would kind of like that because it's kind of like the letter boards yeah and exactly like it's you like could, a new take on the letter board right and you could like say different messages on it or you could use it for hymns or songs or whatever that you sing that week or maybe scripture verses I don't know I just thought it was really cool it looks really antique I think it really looks awesome in his room so I'm excited for it. And maybe I will just do like a message on it as opposed to, Changing you know, out the numbers. Or changing out the names of the songs. I'm so glad I found it. I think I paid $2 for it. Aww. So, and it's real wood. So cool. it was just really cool. And that's what I'm loving right now. Mm. <laughs> so thank you guys for hanging out with us today. We want to know what you think of this episode and what you want us to talk about next. You can find us on Instagram at dwellingplacepod. And please leave us a rating and review and share your thoughts. We would love to hear your feedback. Make sure you visit the show notes for all the pictures and the links to the things we talked about today. And we'll see you next week right here at the Dwelling Place.